If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. You said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to glamour you. We have great bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to, not game, all personal. Hey. We are a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor, more specifically the events of this week's episode. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Tony, week four. We finally get to see Coco Blue go to Tribal Council. How are you doing, yeah, Tony? Do. How are you doing? Finally let's got let's to start there. Uh, how am I doing? Yeah. Didn't mean I'm to doing... rush into it and skip over you, you know? Man, I'm doing lovely. I've been inhaling fumes all week because there's been people painting and where I work. So, man, I just am. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it this week. That's how I am. The best state of mind to record a podcast in. That's what I'm saying. I went down there and sniffed some of the paint for a while. (laughs) To be clear, I didn't do that. That would be weird. Just I do love the smell of paint. That's a good one. Yeah, but when you're just sitting in it for eight hours, it's like mm, a bit much, maybe. That's true. I spent a summer painting, and it got not as exciting very fast. Hey, did you did you uh did you watch paint dry? <laughs> no, I would I would usually paint something else while that paint dried. Oh, yeah. Well, we got Survivor oh, talk wait, about. Wait, but how are you? How are oh, you? Where, you can't just skip past you like I always do. I'm fantastic. Could not be better. Like, it's it's Survivor season. The challenge is back. I mean, what more is what more is there to say? I mean, you could have asked for that to be a catch. Sorry, are we not mentioning that on the podcast? <laughs> Trying not to. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right. <laughs> uh, we are talking Survivor tonight. Uh, we're going to end with a little bit of the challenge talk. Just a little bit. We'll see how much we have to say. But the new season of the challenge did premiere last night as well. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about it a bit, but let's talk about Survivor. Uh, yeah, I mean, what is there to say? Coco finally goes to Tribal Council, uh, in what I would say a pretty political fashion. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I've ever seen what we saw during the immunity challenge today. No, it's... I was trying to think, and I can't think of a specific situation where we saw something so similar. And it's, it feels like the Red Tribe. I think it's Vessi. Why am I remembering these names this time? But they're like, they're really making themselves the enemies of Coco. And I'm not sure why. Like, that doesn't seem like a wise strategy to me. But we'll see how it pans out. Yeah, I definitely have thoughts. And I don't know if I think it's a terrible strategy. But there, there were two instances in this episode where they clearly targeted the Blue Tribe. Yep. So I'm excited to see how this plays out because usually it takes a bit, uh, even until the merge, to get this uh, strategic, socially, I'd say, or political, I guess is you know, the word I'd use. So mm-hmm. the fact that we're getting so much of that now and so obvious now, I kind of love. I kind of love it. Not going to lie. Yeah, and that excuse me, that early one you could have just blamed on Cody. But then once they did it in the actual challenge, it's like, no, they're just they're just going guns a blazing now, apparently. Like that's just the game plan. It's it's odd. But where do you want to start? 
Well, let's let's start with some of those more, um, I guess, group dynamics with all the tribes. So let's start with the reward challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Make our way to kind of the twist of the reward challenge, I suppose. Um, and then we can talk about that immunity challenge, kind of what happened there. And then let's go tribe by tribe. I think dissecting all the players from this week. Uh, but we saw the reward challenge where Vessi just showed up. Like they came to play, they were ready, mm-hmm. and they just kind of destroyed. Um, Cody being a big part of that. Like he definitely took on the hero role and succeeded. Yeah, I feel like he just has so much energy. He's just like ready to go. And so he just kind of bull rushes everything. And it's worked like it worked out in this situation. I'm not going to say it worked out for everything. Sure. But dude's got energy. And I feel like his. Does he do like surfing and all of that like crazy stuff too? He gives off that vibe. Um, perhaps I believe it. And I feel like people who do that kind of stuff and like just go adventure seeking are always very like versatile and that yeah, I mean that helps in this kind of game. He currently lives in uh, Hawaii after uh, his hometown being Iowa. So the fact that's a big uh, Idaho, I think. Uh, I'm seeing Iowa. Oh, I thought they said Iowa or Idaho in the show. But I've been wrong before. Uh, Survivor Wiki Wiki has been wrong before, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, Gabler's from Idaho, if that's maybe. Gabler's from Idaho. Gotcha. Yeah. That's where I was thinking. Yeah, absolutely destroys the challenge. Uh, And then kind of the reward is 10 fish, raw fish, which is important in their situation since they don't have flint. (laughs) But then they get to go to one of the other tribes and steal supplies or steal something from their camp uh just can't be flint <laughs> again yeah very uh, strong distinction there which is kind of funny i don't know i thought that was weird that that's like the one thing that's off limits is the one thing they really need <laughs> but i don't know I i'm wondering if that fine. was intentional or if they were just like ah screw you guys yeah i don't know i don't know if they thought it'd be like unfair for the other tribes to not have flint based off of that which i could see but then i think you could make that argument it's not fair that you know vessi gets their flint taken away to begin with so i don't know i don't know it doesn't really matter all that much yeah uh but then two things kind of happen is uh it's kind of noel uh, starts to talk to Jeff and they swap rewards for a previous one. So I believe they took like a fruit basket instead. And Jeff uh, said something like, you can always do that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how much we've seen in the past. Like people take advantage of that. We've seen them try to make trades, but we've never seen like, Hey, we actually just don't want this reward. And so it was interesting for Jeff to be like, Hey, you guys know you can always swap out for earlier things so i wonder if that's just like in the rules and not something that they show us a lot of the time sure it could be something that all the contestants are aware of but just it's mm-hmm. never been relevant for us that could exactly be. yeah so they they take the fruit basket because they didn't want cody to make them all sushi which i think is a fine decision probably smart yeah uh and then cody then is going to go to one of the other tribes to steal items. And this is where some debate comes in because uh, they're kind of going back and forth of who they want to take from because the blue uh, tribe, Coco, has more people. That's kind of their biggest reasoning is kind of weaken them. Uh, But yellow, Baka, has better supplies. Has more stuff. Right. Uh, So what did you think of the decision to... Well, it seemed like this was... 
Cody just kind of called an audible, right? Was that the impression that you got? Uh, going to the Blue Tribe in general? Yes. I My interpretation mm. was that uh, they wanted him to go to yellow, but then last minute he's like, this is my call. Did I misread that? Oh no, I I think I wasn't fully paying attention when they made that decision, so I don't I don't think I even know. Okay, I think... I just I heard him do say something like, "Oh, it's my like I get to make this decision," and I thought that just meant like once he gets there, what he asks for is his decision. Hmm. Okay. Well, we won't speculate too much then, since neither of us seem fully confident. <laughs> I apologize. I paid attention the rest of the episode. I promise. <laughs> but he ends up on blue. Uh, negotiates them down. Uh, apparently that was his strategy to go in, ask Kai, and then convince them to give him what he wants. And it was effective. Like he only gets one thing, mm-hmm. and so he threatened what one thing he would take. So they gave him more than one thing. So like that was, it worked. It was effective. Yeah, but I think Carla was right when he. I think it was Carla or whoever it was when he left when they were like. Man, he he really just took everything. Mm-hmm. Like we just let him go to town and take everything. Yeah, it was a quick realization by them that they got played. Uh, so I don't know because I think like in Cody's mind, it felt like he thought that he was also having a strong strategic move by like, okay, I won't take your biggest thing or your best thing, you know. But I don't think it went over like that. So I think, like, does it weaken their tribe? Perhaps. But I don't know if they love Cody after this whole situation. No. And I think that's one thing that Cody's been missing for a while. Like, I, there's no value in making the other tribes dislike you. So, yeah, like, even just celebrating a lot and things like that can just be like, why would you do that? Because everybody just thinks you're a tool bag. They're not going to want to work on you work, or work with you. They already have that pre- preconceived notion of you so going in and doing this felt yes it was fun to watch and like it was well done strategically you don't want to know people to know you have that in your bag going okay in. so here here's my take and I'll, I'll explain this further once we get into the immunity challenge i think it might actually be a good move to make enemies this early talk on. to me well okay so let's get into the immunity challenge <laughs> If you uh, feel it's necessary. Well, okay. So basically at the Muni Challenge, what happened was Vessi started to help Baka with the puzzle. Should have been super was... easy puzzles. I just want to note that. <laughs> sure. I'm like, yeah, no, I was like, just look for the right angle on like. Yeah, the front, for the square, like, they have right angles. Find... You don't know, but that's where I'd start. <laughs> well, absolutely... I think there were only four pieces to it. Yeah. Hey, every piece, all four pieces have a uh, right angle. Should we start? Nope. Just start throwing them on there. Like, what especially we... for the triangle, some of them like had like it like slanted weird or it didn't like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know if just like being hungry, like messes you up that bad. Uh, but yeah. So Vessi starts helping Baka. At, at first it, it appeared kind of subtle, but then I think like, I think James was the first one to kind of notice um, and then I think once people notice, they're like, okay, we're just going to straight up help them. You know, like it wasn't even subtle. Yeah, I think all. Noel was the first one that they showed saying something. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Which is definitely her just trying to win favor because she knows she's on the bottom of her tribe. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So I see her strategy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think 
in the same way that you think Cody may be didn't do as well socially uh, stealing the stuff, do you think this was also a poor move on Vessi's side? I think it was – I think if each of them were isolated incidents, it would – like the fact that both of them happened is absolutely bad. I think if it's a bit of each one – like, yeah, they'll be annoyed or they'll be upset. But now it's like, oh, no, Vessi is 100% against us because they know that Cody fleeced them. They think that probably Vessi sent him to do so. And now that they did that as well, it's like, oh, they're just completely against us. We're completely against them. At least that's how I'd read it. Yeah, I think my take is that, yes, it's bad in the sense of the blue tribe is now against you. However... Right now, if they were to merge, or even if they merge in three, four, five weeks, you can't tell me that Baca isn't going to look out for Vessi moving forward. Mm-hmm. You don't forget that. And so even though Blue is the stronger tribe, like those people have the numbers. Like you, you have now created the large alliance before the merge even happened. All you have yep. to worry about are these five people on the blue tribe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I could get on board with that, that piece just at the immunity challenge. That could be valuable because you are, what Cody did is just making enemies, whereas this is making allies and making enemies. And so you're getting something while you're also losing something. Um, In Cody's case, yeah, I guess he got some fishing supplies and stuff, but that's, that's not as much as, Okay, that's not as important in this game. Here's my follow up, though. I think you can use the fact that you went to the blue tribe because even yellow acknowledged like we have the better supply. So they're probably going to take from us. So if you get any chance to talk to them and say, hey, I purposely didn't go to your tribe. I think that's also another way to build allies. Plus, okay, here's my final pitch. Okay, I think in a game like this, it is almost better to have obvious alliances to a certain extent i think if you go into the merge unsure where everyone is like oh do they like me do they hate me that's much more risky than being fully aware these five people hate me Mm -hmm. i think of um season 28 the season that tony won the the one moment i you brought up like you know cody like i don't know really celebrating a win probably like a little excessively uh, mm-hmm. I always think of, I think it was the first merge or no, 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 no. What am I? This was when, after one of the tribe swaps mm-hmm. and uh, Tony's tribe, I don't remember who all was on there. They started celebrating and then Tony kept yelling, final five, final five, final five. And then Sarah got super mad at that because she's like, I thought I was in with you and it caused her to get all paranoid, but they were fully aware that she was paranoid. And so by causing an enemy, you almost just create, okay, here are the easy targets. And by creating enemies, you also create allies in turn. So you're fully aware of where your enemies are, as opposed to them being hidden potentially in your alliance. I suppose that could work. I, I see I see the logic. I just, yellow, blue didn't do anything to yellow. So yellow could just be like, yeah, you guys helped us out. But in this game, they could just be like, yeah, but we're going to go with them. Because you guys are making these moves and we see like what you're doing and we're not going to buy it. Like that's that I think there's risk, but I don't, I think I see what you mean. That's not the worst move in the world. 
I probably wouldn't go that direction. That's fair. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's my only point. I think it's, sometimes it's just better to know where your shots are coming from. Mm-hmm. And so if you can create allies in the process, which I think at least for the time being they did. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be final eight, and I'm not saying that like they're not going to turn on each other. But I don't know. I feel like going into the merge, I would feel better in this situation than if I was going in like, oh, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. You at least know something. You like have some people that you can try. Yeah. All right. I, I can I can see what you're saying. I still think yes, I win. I think Cody ultimately hurt his game no matter how you slice it. I sure. think for Vessi overall it was strong. I think Cody overall hurt his game. Yeah, I mean, I would say the person who got the best deal would probably be Noel. Um mm-hmm. kind of like you said, she is on the bottom. But like, you know, winning two challenges in a row does something for your tribe so like maybe she's more integrated now with some of them uh Mm -hmm. and also if she does merge now she does have yellow who you know so i i think it's probably best for her but and she's already connected with owen and james i want to say uh that sounds right when they were yeah i think last week when they did the summit which is over it seems like which is cool well i think we missed an episode earlier as well Oh really? There was an I'm episode without a summit. I'm pretty sure episode two didn't have one. I could be wrong. I don't know if there's an easy way to find this. I can't. Or right, here we go. Decision game. Uh, yep. So there's. It's only been in episode one and then episode three, not two or four. Oh, interesting. Yep. So only. So episode one was Dwight, Gabler, and Carla, and then episode three was James, Noel, and Owen. Yeah, it's random. It's like really random. Yeah. Dang it. We got to deal with that again. Yeah, sure do. Uh, was there anything else about any of the muni challenges or? No. I mean, I like the challenge because it was, it seemed so simple. So you could be like, these guys are idiots. Those are always fun puzzles. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more fun than watching TV for entertainment and feeling smarter than everyone. Yep. That's, That's why they do it great <laughs> that's why whenever you're on like tiktok or instagram they show you those games where they're just like infuriatingly bad at it uh-huh. and it's like no you just you just move this here and then you can solve it and then that makes you download the game yep yep <laughs> i fall for that every time i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i believe it you still play subway surfers yeah hey nathan i didn't don't think i told you i obliterated my old high score i'm sure you have <clears throat> i don't think i've played in five years Yep, and you'll never beat mine, so you might as well not play. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it hurts some folks. Don't let him. Don't let him tri- trick you. Uh, hurts him real deep. He'll be playing tomorrow. Which uh, which tribe do you want to start with? I say we should do Coco last. I'd uh, say. Should we just finish off Vessi? I feel like we've talked about them. Yeah, enough. I, I was gonna say start with Vessi. I mean, we kind of just talked about Noel. I think Cody. I mean, is there anything more to say? I mean, nothing else really happened this episode involving their dynamics. I don't think. Um, dude's a phenomenal character. He's like very, very interesting. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I saw a comparison of him to someone else earlier today. And it was like very spot on, but I can't remember what it was. So this is useless player. what I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. I was trying I was trying to stall for me to remember. I don't remember. So do you want me we to keep stalling for you or you want to just let it nope. go? Okay, cool. We'll let it go. Yeah, he's Thanks, good pal. TV. He's good TV. And 
I hope he sticks around just because I think this season would be honestly significantly less interesting if he wasn't on it. Yeah, because he he does things that you feel like no matter what, when you watch him do the negotiating, you feel you have this feeling like, oh, this isn't going to go well. Like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. This is too much. And that's kind of what you want from those kinds of players where it's like you don't feel like they're doing what they should be doing, but they're actually like doing something solid strategically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything about him, the fact that he voted Justine out because she's a saleswoman, that's hilarious. Uh, I mean, his tattoo is just like iconic living. It's like you just can't you can't make someone like this up. And I love it. Uh, do we got any new thoughts on Dwight? I don't think I not do. really. <laughs> um, he was very excited to kick out over the puzzle once they finished. He was the one to do it. Uh, he he sure was, and <laughs> it was it was glorious. <laughs> he was so proud of himself. But I don't even. I remember the episode started with Vessi, but I don't remember anything meaningful that happened that early. No, I mean, it, yeah, because they yeah. voted out. Uh, NECA so I think it was more just like Cody kind of like you know saying how hard it was and they were kind and then Noel was like thanks guys for keeping you know yeah, so like it wasn't anything it was. like too much but it was just mm-hmm. the we the have to show them from the last episode right um and then there's Jesse which how you feel about Jesse as your your winner pick you still feeling good about him yeah I feel like Jesse's really solid just like overall I think he's in a good spot um and he's pretty unassuming like he's not like when you look at the red tribe, he's not the first person you think of, but he's he's capable. So I feel I feel good about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I still like Jesse a lot. Uh as far as because I have to do this every week. Why? I don't know. Confessionals. Uh Cody had the most this episode with five. Uh Jesse had two. Dwight and Noel both had one. Okay. So kind of on the lower end, but there were a handful of people that had one. Uh, yeah, so Cody's still leading the confessionals for the third week now. No, second week. That's not surprising. And that doesn't tell us anything because they're always going to take a character like that and just give them all of the airtime they can, regardless of how far they make it. I would almost like, I'd be shocked if Cody won the season, if I'm being honest. I just think like, yeah, like you can't not give him screen time. Yeah, you just have to. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Baca. Vaca. I could not remember. Baca. Baca. I could not remember what they're called. B, B for yellow. Baca. Uh, for King to, uh, Yeah. I mean, I feel like, well, we, we talked about it last week where it feels like Gabler versus Ellie is just going to happen. And mm-hmm. every week it's just more and more and more that these Still two are going to go head to head. Yep. And Gabler, like, I want to believe Gabler's smart. And I don't know if that's just entirely because he's, what's his job again? I can't even remember. Uh, Heart valve uh... specialist. Like, that tells me you have to be pretty smart. But boy, is he just like an weird, not, he just seems kind of socially dumb. Like, I just, it's he's such a weird vibe. Yeah, I, I think it adds up to me. I mean, like, he's from Idaho. I don't know anything about Idaho. But I, I would be... assume, like, you can be, like, smart, but also just not socially adept, like, a situation like this. 
I guess that's there's a lot of people like that. I just don't feel like we don't see this, the like vibe he gives gives out, along mm-hmm. with being very book smart, but then socially inept. Yeah, because like, that's think, just an odd combination that we don't see often. I think Sammy even made a comment in this episode about him, which I was like, oh, no, like, are you messing up like this all guys thing that you have with Sammy and Owen, you know, and you have to imagine like I know like Ellie is probably the extreme case of like being annoyed by him, but you you have to imagine the others are feeling it too to an extent. <laughs> yeah. Owen, I think it was Owen that was like laying under the palm frond that he like laid down and he was just like, why do you put this on me? And just like he meant well, but boy, is that not going to work? Like, I don't know what uh, it's just so weird. Yeah, he's trying so hard. Yeah, so I'm just not sure, like, when this is going to explode. Is it going to be the next time they go to tribal or are they going to make it to the merge? And that's when it's going to be uh, divided. I, w- I would almost predict at this point it's probably going to be pre-merge and one yeah, of them would so. go and i hate to say it but i i could see it being gabler yeah i don't know it'll be an interesting toss-up i feel like people will see gabler as less of a threat and so if it's like a tribe swap situation i'd go ellie i feel like ellie's obviously the more the bigger threat She's one of those people who just gives off that vibe of like, oh, you're smart and like <clears throat> competent. So like, let's get you out of here ASAP. Yeah, I um, think I saw on Reddit today. It was a. There's a picture and it was like, is this Survivor's new favorite archetype? And it was Angelina, uh, Tori and Ellie. I didn't like that. I took no? offense to it. Yeah, tell me more. Because Tori and Ellie, I think I see it. Leagues above Angelina. No, no, I think I see it. That kind of checks out. Okay, am I wrong? In I okay, I I'm gonna pull back the curtain for a moment. Okay, break character. Tori was probably not the best winner pick, right? Okay. Am I crazy in thinking Ellie isn't that bad? No, Ellie is good. I uh, I think like she's not on a Tory Angelina level, right? She gives me the, uh, she, no, no, she's not. She's absolutely not. I'm okay, going to say good, she is. I'm I also breaking like I'm character. Crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say she is for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. I would compare her to the big brother season. We just watched. She gives me Amira vibes where she's already giving off vibes that she knows what she's doing and she's pretty smart, but she might not have the self-awareness that she needs. Sure. And I'm not even saying that they play similarly. It's just that same vibe where it's like, oh, you do know what you're doing and I like want to watch you play, but we'll see what happens kind of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely my favorite of the yellow tribe still, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know. Janine, we got nothing from. I I said it last week, but I'm going to repeat it. Owen, I find incredibly boring. I'm still rooting for Owen. I'll stand in Owen's corner. Yeah, I don't know why. Like he doesn't he doesn't give us anything. <laughs> you don't give us anything. He's just there. Don't talk about Owen like that. Uh and then Sammy, who I, I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna self-destruct. Like there's no way this guy is smart enough to go all the way. <laughs> who grittied after they won the immunity challenge. 
or got second in the immunity challenge. It's true. Second place. <laughs> I like rewound it. I was like, who just grittied? Who was that? <laughs> like, what is that about? Oh, and then God. I was like, oh, right. The gritty was a big thing. Like, still, was it six months ago? Not even. <laughs> I feel like with football, seeing it as a football celebration, it becomes like a much bigger thing in my head. Let's, uh, Let's remember that for future Survivor seasons. Do not do anything that could be remotely dated on Survivor because it will air later and it's not going to be as cool. Like in Black Panther when they do the what are those joke and it's like, oh, yeah. that's old. I don't think that landed when the movie came out. <laughs> no, it didn't for me. I was like, oh, <laughs> a little missed on that one, but all right, we'll take it. Uh. I feel like I just gave a quick rundown of all the yellow. Do you yeah, want to I don't think I have anything quick too. Then <laughs> you like all. How you feeling about Sammy? Uh yeah, I just feel like he's gonna collapse. He's gonna be the little puppy dog that they bring along, maybe, but I don't think so. And Janine is irrelevant. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember seeing her chin this episode. This is two weeks in a row that she hasn't had anything to say. But like nope, that's good no for no her. one else has gone two weeks in a row without a confessional. You hate to see that. You don't want to see that. Uh, okay, let's talk about Coco. Coco. Uh, they did it. They went to tribal, not on their own accord. Um, who was it? I think it was Geo, that like <clears throat> kind of looked at Yellow and said undeserved or something. Maybe it was, or maybe it was Ryan. I don't know. One of them said that. Oh, I don't remember that at all. It was it was subtle. They just kind of looks straight and he's like, hmm. <laughs> like not fair or something. Uh, uh, get over it. Yeah, that's what you get when you're up in numbers. Like that's one thing. They can't be. If it's just that, it's like yeah, you're up in numbers. People are gonna come after you. Yeah, I think it was just because I mean, even I was a little shocked. I think just because we've never seen it that blatant before no and so i think that probably threw them off as well because i feel like there's always been this like almost respect i suppose to like competitions in survivor and like yes this is totally allowed like there's nothing against the rules for this but i think historically players have maybe just let it play out a little bit more rather than like I don't know. Like, if it's an individual immunity challenge, you're not going to be obnoxious and try to get someone to fall, you know, if yeah. on top of a pole or something. But, like, you could, you know? So, mm -hmm. like, the fact that people are going to this level, I think it just kind of shook them a little. Yeah. And, like, it obviously wasn't planned because Dwight kicked down theirs. Sure. So it was entirely on the spot. Um, but they absolutely benefited from it. Or Coco did, did not benefit from it. That's what I'm trying to say. No, they did um, not. Geo Geo really thinks he's in charge. Yeah. And it's funny because he for sure voted for uh uh Cassidy. Cassidy. Nailed that. Totally remember what her name was. So, so wait, do you think that that wasn't intentional or that because I, I think I might have read that a little different than you. Oh, do you think they told him? Yes, I think. Okay, so the votes were uh, one vote for Cassidy, one vote for Geo, and then four votes for Lindsay. So mm -hmm. Geo voted for Cassidy, Lindsay voted for Geo, and then everyone else voted for Lindsay. My take was that that was a safety net 
so that like let's say shot in the dark gets played he like he's fully aware Lindsay's voting for him so that he would do that or if it's like an idol or something that was my take i guess that's possible i feel like most of them wouldn't loop him in but i guess if they looped ryan and they probably didn't just leave geo out on his own uh, yeah, I mean, I would assume, like, why, I don't know why you wouldn't loop him in. Mm. Like, all that would do is make him not happy. Especially if yeah. it's, like, Cassidy or Lindsay. He's like, well, why didn't you just tell me it was someone else I'm not working with, you know? Yeah. So, For sure. I, I don't know if that's correct, so I hey. guess we'll find out next episode. Yeah, for sure. What did you think of the, so it started out G- Cassidy or Geo. Mm-hmm. And it was firmly that, and then two separate groups of four i believe kind of assembled to do opposite things yes and the overlap was carla and james right which i guess you could look at it like three pairs in a sense i think the only difference is nobody knows it's three pairs except for carla and james yeah yeah so i think that's it so i think like the assumption with the other four is that's four and four or I sorry. Okay, so Ryan and Geo believe it's four and two. Lindsay and Cassie believe it's four and two. Carl and James see it as two, two, two. Which mm-hmm. two do we go with? Yep. Which I kind of I don't. I'm not surprised because like especially uh, previous episodes, that's kind of the only thing we got from Blue is that Carla was in the middle, uh, and then. Episode one, we did know that James was working with the four girls or three mm-hmm. girls. Sorry. Um, so, like, I'm not totally surprised. I think, like, we saw this coming. Um, but it definitely took a turn. <laughs> yeah, because it's very clearly those two. And then at least what they told us is James and uh, Carla. I almost called her Sandra. Anyways. uh they're both going they're both about to um vote out geo they both seem on board for voting out geo yeah but Lindsay just can't contain her paranoia at all yeah i so, i think this is an all-time flop it's a tough look it's like, a real is, this tough is look. the one of the most like self-destructive episodes i think i've ever seen it's it's bad do you but do you think they made the right decision do you think she was the one that had to go or do you think keeping her and then hopefully gaining trust would have been val- more valuable? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question because I had yeah. the same thought. I was like, well, if you vote her out, all that's going to do is prove her point. Yeah. Which I, I, it doesn't matter post show, right? Like you don't have to keep a relationship with her. It's going to suck for her to find out that it wasn't the plan and it was her fault that they did it. But yeah, but I don't even know because, like, I feel like for someone like her with that much paranoia, I feel like she could convince herself, like, yeah, they're telling me that wasn't the plan until I said this, but I believe it was the plan the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. could fully convince herself of that. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's probably just like a vibe thing at that point. And if you feel that unsure about her, like, I mean, I'd be very frustrated if someone was coming to me and I'm like, what do you want me to do? I can't do anything other than tell you right now that mm-hmm. you're safe. And she's still that paranoid. Like, I feel like, I don't know, that's enough to make me not want to keep you, I guess. Showing paranoia is one of, one of, if not the worst thing you can do in Survivor. It just is. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can be paranoid and you can play to, like, 
avoid things, but you can't be like, well, why should I believe? Like, I don't believe you. Like, why, why should I believe you? No, you can't do that. That's not beneficial for anybody. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so I don't think it was like the wrong decision. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, I think Geo is probably also. Like, I, I, my take is, like, they quickly realize that Cassidy is just probably a wasted vote at this point. In mm-hmm. the sense of, like, is she really a threat? Like, is that really someone we should go out now? Which I think is, is fair. Uh, she I really... think Cassidy is getting some early, like, oh, she's good. You think she's good? Edit. I think she's getting some, like, oh, she's good at it. And I think she's going to go a long way. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against that take. I don't know if I exactly saw that. I mean, like, there might have been something there, too, that she did to get her name off the table. I don't know. I mean, just playing it cool when you're you when you're the other target. She had to have known that, I think. And just playing it cool and letting somebody else explode. Might I say it's very, uh, no, I won't make Big Brother comparisons. I'm done with that. <laughs> well, the thing to note, too, is Cassidy did turn on Lindsay as well. Like, she voted for Lindsay. Oh yeah, so yeah. Cassidy was in on the plan, which I also think says something because if she believes that she was in this alliance with Lindsay, James, and Carla, and then turns, like I think that does say something. Like, okay, so Carla and James didn't just exclude the two of them. Mm-hmm. What they did is bring Cassidy with them on that plan. So now I'd say that they're a trio, and perhaps and going forward. I think Geo is probably next if I had to guess. I think if they're smart, that's the move because then what you do is isolate Cassidy, you isolate Ryan, and you know that the two of them as singles now are still might work with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's absolutely there. Uh, yeah, I, I think, and it's hard because I feel like this is just obvious based off of screen time, but I mean, Carla's getting a good edit as far as this tribe goes. Yep. She's going to be around for a while. I would say top three. Like I'd be surprised if she doesn't make it like very far. And I, I think I'm enjoying her so far. Like she's fun to watch. Yeah. And I think she knows the game. I think she's like calm, cool and collective. And she like is able to take control, which I would, I would credit her as the, the star of this move. Mm -hmm. James and her were making faces at each other though. And that's always risky business. Sure. When you're like standing next to other tribe members and you're making faces at each other, like, nah, that's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, I do love the duo of them and of Carl and James too. Mm-hmm. That's that's fun. James I, is an interesting cat, but I like him. Yeah. I can't pick out what I like about him too, but I'm really enjoying him. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun. Much more than Ryan, which I don't know anything about Ryan. No, just that he's big and not doesn't have a great social game. What was he? Uh, he was the uh, the hero of the uh, the um reward challenge and just could not get it. <laughs> yep, not even a. Yeah, poor guy. Poor Ryan. Poor guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's. I mean, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's all I got. It was a pretty straightforward episode for the most part, but it was like an interesting one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm still high in the season. I still love what these episodes are offering. Uh, and I cannot wait till next week. Do we ever talk about the next time on Survivor? I feel like we no. don't. 
Should we not? I think then? sometimes if I'll see something, I'll mention it, but Okay, well then can I mention I something because it. I think yeah. I saw it? Absolutely. Uh I think Owen finds the beware advantage. Oh has to make the or get the beads. My guy. That feels very obvious because like I forget what it was, but it just felt like okay, he's gonna do it. So that's my prediction. I don't know. It's not a prediction if they show it to us, but I'm in. I'm in on your prediction. They didn't like show it, show it, but like I don't know what else he could have been talking about. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm excited. Yeah, so that that we have that to look forward to. Uh, to see him try Owen. to get a bead from Gaylor. That should be fun. <laughs> That'll be a nightmare. All right, that's Survivor. Uh, let's talk about the challenge quick. The challenge. Spoilers season, ahead. Season to be clear. Uh, what season is this? 38. 38. Wow. Rider dies. They uh they definitely did the thing that they do in Survivor where they just want to talk about the theme. I think yep. we saw half the cast give their definition of Rider Die. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. And it's it comes with these hour and a half episodes. Like they or yeah, they're hour and a half. It's just there's so much fluff because there's so much time to fill. Right. Uh, the other thing I'll say about Ride or Die is we uh, had a couple of us watching it, and we could not figure out the dynamics of, like, half of the pairs, whether it was friends, uh, romantic. It's just, yeah. like, every single pair have some sort of, like, chemistry slash tension, like uh, Michelle and Jay, for example. Yeah, like, are they dating? What's yeah. that about? It felt like, well, it was them, but also so many others, and there was, like, no explanation. I think that was intentional. I'm like, are you, like, I don't know what you're doing right now. What is happening? And then there was the, what is it, Nelson's partner Mm -hmm. is flirting with someone, or is it someone else? Yep, yep, she was flirting with Johnny. And so, when they introduced this girl, I'm like, oh, is that, like, someone Nelson's dating now? Nope. Yep. Just so like it's just so much of that. It's very surprising. Yeah, I definitely feel like that was intentional, and it was a weird guessing game. Because every time yeah, Michelle and Jay came on easy. screen, it was like, like Casey what? and her brother who just mysteriously disappeared. That actually shocked me. <laughs> After showing a little clip of her being like, "Why isn't Nani here?" and knowing that Nani was going to be there, it was like a whole thing. It was just all very weird. Yeah, I don't know why they just didn't. Like at that point, you could have easily edited them out of the season. Easily. Yeah. Because they didn't do a challenge yet. They didn't do anything yet. They literally mm-hmm. did nothing yet. No one would have known. But like you put them in all the promotional material only to mm-hmm. not explain why they left. Very weird. Yeah. And if it's personal, I understand, but it's weird to like even, yeah, even show them as much as you did or make a point to show them a couple times. Um, I feel like one of the, well, there were a couple. There's a lot of new people coming back. I think. Oh, who who are your favorites that we saw this week? Let's start there. Uh, who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? That is a good question. I gotta pull up a list. So I'm on Survivor mode right now. Challenge thirty eight. Well, I mean, at the end of the episode, we saw bananas come back, and I know. I, I feel like you're bittersweet on bananas, but. I am excited to see him back in the franchise. That's for sure. I do feel like I've warmed up to him a little bit. He's looking a little out of shape. And like, I know I can't talk because I'm not in shape, but 
he got a bit of a gut on him, if I do say so myself. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, but I, I just, I don't know, especially like when you get a lot of these rookies. Like that was a big theme of this episode. Is like, oh, this is the season the rookies are, and it's like, okay, here he comes, here he comes to just, <laughs> you know, mess that up. Uh, and I but, really don't want that. Just to be clear, you don't want what? I don't want to just sit there and watch the rookies. That's so lame. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So I'm glad that he's coming to like, okay, knock some sense into them. Uh, we didn't see this person yet, but we know they're coming. Uh, I can't wait for Jordan. Jordan's one of my favorites. Yeah, and him and Turbo. That's going to be interesting. Who else? Mm-hmm. So it's bananas, Jordan, and is it Darrell? Uh, Darrell. Are those the only three yep. that are all going to show up late just to freak everyone out? As far as I know, unless I'm missing someone, but I, I'm pretty sure that's all I kept track of. So Bananas with Nani, Jordan with Nisa, and then Darrell with Veronica. That's such a weird choice. It's a very weird pairing. Bananas and Nani are the only ones that like kind of make sense. Like they were yeah. paired before, but like the other ones seem as random as you could possibly make them. Like Anissa and Jordan just feels like this is the only way that we can possibly get Anissa a win. And boy, right. do I yeah. not want to root for Anissa. No, and so I'm very torn now. Terrell and Veronica, they're both from the same era. Like they were both the two dominant forces in the first. Yeah, I mean they seasons. were they were on All Stars, so like it's it's fine. I'm not upset about it. But yeah, it's it's weird that they're doing this like slow fade in with some of these legends. Because they were talking about how who Turbo was the winner on the block. Mm-hmm. At one point, and it's like, buddy, you got all oh, how many challenge championships coming to coming into the house? Yeah, 15, yep. 14, 14 or fifteen challenge championships coming in tomorrow. <laughs> you wait, Turbo is not going to be the big dog anymore. Mm-hmm. The um, a question I have, and I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, is when does a rookie not become a rookie anymore? Because. Yeah. A lot of these people, like, okay, so Amber, for example, like, she's a winner. She's a champion. Mm -hmm. And I understand her logic because no one has ever liked her on the challenge, so might as well work with the rookies. But, like, she still talks as, like, us rookies. And the same thing, like, with Jay. Like, it's his third season. I don't know. So, like, what do you think the line is that you can (laughs) keep calling yourself a rookie? Because I would not have considered Jay a rookie. I think you have to like, you have to be accepted almost in a weird way. Because mm-hmm. you can go through a lot of seasons and you're still not a part of the vets. I think Cara Maria is probably the best example of that. She was in a lot of seasons before she, like she even started to feel like she was a part of that group. Um, And when sure. she did, there was just a very divided group. But like Jay, this is his third challenge, I think. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jay Turbo. This would be his second. Uh, this is his third. Third? Oh, because he got kicked out of the one. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, I feel like four is probably the threshold if you really look at it, though. But mm-hmm. then there's people like Bananas got into the like in crowd because he would hang out with Kenny and Evan outside of the game, and so those three became super close. And so if you hang out with other challenge people, it kind of shoots you to the top of that list. But otherwise, sure. I think it takes you have to be around a couple times before you can reach that status. 
Yeah, I think the way that I would view it is it almost depends season to season. Like, I think every season, maybe you split up the cast 50-50. So 50 of the, 50% of them are vets, 50% of them are rookies. Now, mm-hmm. depending, like, if there's a lot of rookies and you've been on for three seasons, mm-hmm. I think maybe you should be aligned in the upper tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa. Like, if there's a lot of vets, probably whoever has the least amount of seasons is that lower class. Um that's how I kind of view it. I think with this season, I don't think there's a lot of old, at least where we are right now, because like Jordan and Jarrell aren't there yet. Like there aren't a lot of like vet vets. No. And that's why this is the chance that they were about to just get picked off. And now I still don't think they have a great shot. It'll be very interesting to see where this goes. Because I think the line of what a vet is is going to kind of blur because they're going to need to pull people in. Yes. Uh, Especially because for the next three weeks, every time someone goes, a vet comes back in. Basically, that's a weird thing. It's a very weird thing. (laughs) I uh, there There was like the Challengers versus Champions or whatever season. That one, they like built in a reason to like get all their champions in later on. This one, it's like, why are we slow rolling this yeah and why would you no... lead off with bananas that's a good point uh he's the most political of the of the group so if anybody's going to be able to dig in and build an alliance for the other two when they show up it's him that's true and i wonder how much those people are aware of it like is bananas aware that more coming in yeah that he that's would work fair. with i don't know well these people like Casey's saying, I don't know why Nani's not here. Like, you know, she's coming at some point. Like, these people have to know that these people are coming, I would think. Darrell, maybe not, and Veronica, because they're just a, another era. Jordan, I feel like people would know that he's going to be there. Maybe well, not because of the Tory stuff. Man, Jordan and Turbo, and then Jordan and Tory, it's going to be spicy. So there was a preview and maybe I don't think it's a spoiler because it's on the advertisement of Tori's reaction when Jordan shows up and she's shocked. She's absolutely shocked. She's even like Uh, a a little upset that like, cause she's like, I thought we agreed that like, we wouldn't be on this again, you know, something like that. uh, So that's definitely a surprise, but like you would think for like Nani and Casey, like they're dating. Right. So like, yeah, I think that might've been why I think Casey was saying like, I don't know why, like, I think it was like, I don't know why she's not here and not so much like, sure. I wish yeah. she was here. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Um, But I'm, I don't know. I, li- I like that format, I think. I'm excited to see a lot of those people come back in. We're talking about this a lot longer than you expected. But the last thing I have it is, yes. is, buddy, do I not like this new Turbo? Like the... The female turbo? That one? Or what oh, are you gosh. saying? No, he like Oh, Turbo in himself. First, like like Turbo yeah, Turbo. In his first okay. couple of seasons, he was like pretty humble, just kind of stayed in the background, was kind of soft spoken. And this one, he's just coming in like, screw all of you, you all suck, taking everything as a slight. And even if somebody's like like Devin made a joke and then explained it and said, My bad. And Turbo took this like huge, like, come on, man, cool it. Like you take yourself way too seriously. And I'm all, like, that's 
that's probably something that I hate more than anything is people who take themselves too seriously. And that's what he's doing. And I'm not a fan. He's probably going to fight. I, I could see him getting kicked out again. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope him and Fessy fight. That's what I hope for. I think I feel the exact opposite because I love it. <laughs> I yeah, you would. I mean, right. how do you not find that entertaining? Oh, it's entertaining. But right. it's like, screw you, man. No, Stop I being mean, a child. Like the whole a... thing of Laurel. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't see you. And he's like, I said three times. It's like, calm down, Turbo. Yeah, it's funny. And then he's <laughs> saying like, oh, I'm going to go into an elimination over and over. Like, he just is so unbelievably cocky. And man, would I love to see CT just come in and shut him up. But that's uh, that's just me. I mean, Turbo is won his first season and never lost an elimination. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. He's Turbo's good. <laughs> he's. I great. don't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't know why he's. He feels like it's him. He has to be him against the world, and he's doing it in an annoying, an annoying way. I think what I learned about this show is that uh, I think a lot of people on this show are much more aware than we might even realize. So I I can't not think that this is a bit and it's just like that. Like he learned now he's like, oh, they'll love this and I'll get an eternal comeback if I'm just constantly going at these people. Yeah, I mean, like just a little bit of Devin's take. Like, all right, I'll just be like, the why is why is bananas the way he is? Why is Wes always so cocky and arrogant? You know, like, I don't know. That's just like that. That's what I watch the show for <laughs> is for cocky, arrogant yeah, people. Turbo's not good at it. Turbo is just. I don't like it. But anyways, that's that was my last thing. Uh, my last thing is Annalise and Tommy need to get out of here. I don't mind them. No, stop it. They're fine. No, they gotta go. Nah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's all. So I have a question. What's your question? Are all the names and in... never mind? I figured it out. I answered my question. Hey, Nathan, where can they? Where else can they find the podcast? They can find the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, where we listen to podcasts. Really, notgameallpersonal.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPPod. That is at NGAPPod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony, and we will see you next week. Bye, everyone.